You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Do you want more? More time? More balance? More love? More sex? More money? More real? And less bullshit? This is the Women Wanting More podcast with Dr. Karen Osborne. Real life, real stories, plus real tips to get you more of what you want. All right, let's settle into this conversation today about risking being misunderstood. Now, this is going to go counter to what you may, I don't want to make any assumptions, you may believe to be true and what you feel you need, which is to be understood. Because that is, that's a real primal need of us as human beings to be heard and seen and understood. I witnessed this with my kids, right? So, had a sitter for the kids last night. Kai, my youngest, shares to me that his big brother Tyson was not being kind to him. And I said, what was going on, buddy? And he was like, well, you know, the babysitter, she was just playing with Kai. And I said, oh, I go. So, you know, it's, it's this like, um, and I'm sure that you do it sometimes too with your kids if you're a mom or a dad. They're just like, oh, so is this what you kind of meant? It's, it's really like, it's, it's, it's compassionate communication, if you will, right? Of just like, oh, is this what you kind of like, you see what's behind it, behind the veil, right? So I was like, oh, Tyson. So what I'm hearing you say is that you were trying to get tension because you just felt like you weren't included because babysitter wasn't playing with you, but just with Kai. And he was like, yeah, right? So he just wanted to be seen and heard and understood. And he didn't feel that way. And so he acted out and that's what kids often do. And that's what even we do as adults sometimes. I mean, Jesus, right? Most of the time, not even aware of it as kids and as adults. But here's the deal. And this is, this is a hard one. This is a hard one. When you choose to live a life that's based on your truth, that is based on what you know within your heart, that is based on connection, that is based on a, a path that most people don't follow or will not follow. And I say that without any kind of like judgment or like, you know, this, this somehow this quote unquote path is the better one. Like, no, not at all. I'm just saying it's different than what most people follow. You will risk being misunderstood a lot and it sucks. You know, I can remember when I first, when I first started to write, I first started to blog our youngest son, Tyson, was about a year and a half. And I just had this feeling inside of me to write. And so I started to write. And I started to share more and more. Is when we had our chiropractic office. So actually, the blogs went on our chiropractic office website. Actually, no. I had like a... This was back in 2012. Early 2012. And so there was like, you know... Even back, because what was that, seven years ago? Not that long ago, but, you know, technology has changed a lot. So there was like a, a free blogging. It was called Blogspot. It was terrible. I started on that and then I migrated to the, our office website and 
I found at times when I was sharing stuff, which I felt was like, man, I'm opening up my heart. Like, don't people see? Like, this takes fucking massive courage and it's hard to do. No, there were people that misunderstood me and still to this day. And, um, and it was really hurtful. Like, I couldn't understand. And these, here's, here's the kicker. It was often people that were closest to me, that knew me, not just kind of some you know, random person reading the site or that quote unquote hater or troll, right? The online space. Like it wasn't even that it was people that I thought knew me or I thought understood me or, or quote unquote should understand me and didn't. And that hurt. I remember even with patients, like patients sometimes in our office kind of early on, like, Oh, you're just doing this for money or like, not that we even got those comments often, but the when, when they came out that way, it was like, what? No, and then I felt I had to explain, you know. Do you know that I spent like about $150,000 on my education, eight years of my life? There's a lot of other professions I could have done that make a lot of money that wouldn't require me to go to school. And this is not the reason why I did this. Is not. And uh, I felt very misunderstood. It's like my heart was just so like just tromped on. But back then, in my 30s, it came out as anger. Like, fuck you, right? Like, you don't know me people don't understand me. It is this feeling of being misunderstood as well too. That is this double-edged sword where you will have these parts of your ego slash shadow self slash, um, you know, your small self, the piece that wants you to play small, that wants to keep you in scarcity, that keeps you in fear. It's all just another word for fear. Really? will tell you, no, see, nobody gets you. You're different than everybody else. There's this feeling of separation and separateness that that part of you is going to try to seductively convince you is true when it's not. And this part of, of you, that ego, and not ego from the standpoint of what most people understand ego to be like, oh, that person has a big ego or they're full of themselves. No, no, no. There's just the ego, the part of you that wants you to play small. It is fear. It is the piece of you in fear. It's not your true self. It's there for a reason. It's trying to protect you. And so we don't want to be like, oh, and fuck you, ego, like go away. No, no, no. It's like, I love you, but you know, thank you for your input. It is not required. It's not true. And I know you just want to protect us, but thank you very much. Please have a seat. It's time for love to be driving this ship, orienting this life. We're going to let source take over. We're going to be guided and not try to kind of control and be out of fear. But it will tell you that you are not like anybody else. And I know, like, I, that was my mantra for years, if not a couple decades of like, nobody gets me, nobody understands me, even the people closest to me. You know, I just already made this assumption believing my small self at the time of like, well, nobody is like me. And you know, yes, there's places of you where you're not like other people. You're you, you're unique, beautiful, authentic you. There's no other you, but you, right? But the, the whisperings of fear, which is nobody is like, you just not like other people. And, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not a voice that's speaking to you in, in terms of what I just did, which is, man, you're unique. You like be you, right? Like, yay you. It's not that it's like, nobody gets you. You better just be by yourself. You better come out in anger, put the big wall around you. Cause nobody's going to get you. So by the way, also don't let anybody in. Cause if you do, they're just going to hurt you. 
because remember, let me go through the laundry list of all the people in the past that have hurt you. Let's start back from the beginning, shall we? From when you were a little kid. And there, and there you go. And you're off to the races with fear, just telling those stories, right? Doing its best, thinking it needs to protect you, but actually ended up like, if we allow it to, you know, dramatically hurt us. But when you live a life, when you are walking to the beat of your own drum, right? Where you are on this path of, of you being you, of you following your heart, you will not necessarily do things aligned with what other people think you should be doing or that you should be showing up as a mother or as a daughter or as a wife or as a woman that, um, you know, it's just, it's not the way that things are done and, um, it will kind of rub up a little against a little bit up against how others are living their life. You know, like it kind of reminds me of, okay, so I was vegetarian for 17 and a half years, vegan for the first six. Okay. This would have been from, let me see, 1994 to onwards, whenever that works out with the math, right. Or around that time, 94, 95. It was 94. Um, and so, but this was back when like, you know, everybody's vegan now. Like it's just kind of accepted and there's restaurants and it was not the way back then. Like even just being vegetarian was super weird. And so I remember when like my husband at the time, my boyfriend, we'd go out to, I just remember a specific thing going to like a work party of his and it was like a barbecue. And I was like, Oh, I hate these things. Cause like we didn't drink at the time. I stopped drinking for years and years. And it was just this like, eh, I don't really want the whole party scene, but okay, we got to go to this like thing. And being there and, um, and people finding out that I was vegetarian and, and this would continue by the way too, where then people would say, and I wouldn't necessarily jump up on my soapbox at all, but, um, there would be this like really uncomfortable thing. And then they felt like they had to explain why they were eating meat. And I was just like, at the time I was like, look, it just feels good for my body. It just feels good in my heart to make this choice. So you do what's right for you. But it's still, it's like it ruffled their, their feathers. I mean, I don't, you know, maybe they felt, there were, there were times where it's almost like they felt guilty about their food choices or how they ate and they felt they had to explain themselves. And like, that wasn't my thing at all. But I was walking a path that was really different at that time. Not for any other reason, except it just, it felt good for me at that, at that time in my life. And so when you authentically align with who you are and you base the decisions based on, yes, you still use your logic and your, your brilliant brain, right? But you listen to your heart. Like, you know, that that is the, the, the eternal guiding essence within you is your heart. And to know that there are other pieces there is there is the you know the god within you there is source the universe is guiding you in ways that if you listen it doesn't have to fall all on you you trying to figure out all this stuff or you trying to control it or you try right it's just you just you learn this this life of being present and letting go and surrendering and acceptance and like a lot of hard work, right? Like most people are on, again, no judgment, but most people are unwilling to do it because it's fucking hard. It's having to see yourself in the mirror, like warts and all. It's, it's about being responsible for your life and your choices, regardless of what has happened to you, is happening to you, or will happen to you in the future. You just really realize of, I am responsible for my life. So what am I going to do with that? 
How am I going to perceive that? How am I going to heal through the wounds that happened when I was a kid? And regardless of how you grew up in your home, unless you are an incredibly conscious you know, family, which is really not majority of us by any means, we've been wounded. And this is not to blame mom and dad, but it just simply is. It doesn't have to be to the point of like terrible abuse. And, and it can be, but it can just be like, you know, our parents were doing their best and they were the walking wounded and they didn't know. And so they just did their best. And then we kind of just see that we model that whether we consciously go, I will not be or do that when I grow up or with my children or in my marriage or in my friendships, it doesn't matter. Your subconscious is now imprinted. And until you choose and decide to begin to look at that, it will continue because we know by so much out there now in in the literature when it comes to our subconscious mind it is 95% of our choices actions belief or subconscious programming take a look at anybody from Dr. Joe Dispenza to heck you could follow the whole by the way follow the holistic psychologist on Instagram she is so brilliant but there are so many people out there that have really you know are discovering this like this is why by the way my message with women wanting more has evolved. My evolution, my understanding of when only 5% is conscious, meaning like mindset, right? 5%. Okay. 5% is that awareness. And until we start to uncover, we start to, to like, to like, you know, unveil what's behind the curtain in our subconscious mind. What's really, it's like, you know, in the, in the wizard of Oz, it's the great Oz, right? Like what is behind that? which is not easy to do, which is not, which is not fun, which is the beginning of really shining a light on ego, which is kind of like, if I go back to Wizard of Oz again, when the Wicked Witch of the West, was that it? The West? When the water's pouring on her, pouring on, poured on her, and then she's like, ah, and sizzling, like, it's, it's, it's not easy to go through this kind of this, this death, if you will, of your former false self and, and really evolve into the you that you truly are. Like it's hard work to go through this. It's doable. It's possible. There's great pieces within it, but it's hard work and it is not the path. Let me come back full circle there. It's not the path that most people walk. It's just simply not the majority. And so when you show up in that space, you know, we, we're going to be misunderstood. That's just the way of it. It's just, and I don't want you to consider that as a reason for not unfolding into the you that you truly are. There'll be pieces of that ego that will want to stay small. That's like urging you to, because again, look, cause now you're more likable and, um, you know, now people accept you and now you're just like everybody else. It's easy. Just take that path, right? But honestly, sister, brother, once you start to unfold this, like there's no turning back. And that's not a bad thing at all. And I'm going to also have you consider that although there are others that will be, that will be threatened by your light, that will be, um, it, it will kind of place this contrast to maybe the choices that they're making. Again, without us judging it, without like, any stories of it, like any of that stuff. But that I was trying to like figure out someone else's shit. No, that's not our job to do. No, 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 no. 
you know, even when I coach, it's not my job to do that. I, I help to walk women through to really finding who they are. To finding who they are. Are there times I have to really like, you know, be a little bit more like, well, here's what I see if they're not getting there. Sure, that happens sometimes with some women. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But that's a different relationship. This is now someone who has paid me to get to where they want to inside themselves with goals in life, with their outcomes, and we're co-creating it together. But it's very different when somebody is not asking for that. So please, you know, sometimes we will also deflect and we'll see us things in other people because somehow that's quote-unquote easier but we're unwilling to look at ourselves. Just notice when you go there. It's often a deflection. I know because I've done it. We want to see something in somebody else. We want to help that person. It comes from a good place. But if we're being really honest, it comes from us not wanting to look at ourselves. And even just that, right, is like hard to like, oh, God, right? And we can move through this without blame, without guilt. You're going to go through all those stages, beating yourself up, self-loathing, self-hatred maybe even, right? There might even be certain behaviors that have been aligned with that, that we do things to numb ourselves or to somehow punish ourselves. And listen, you can punish yourself with exercise. You can punish yourself by drinking too much, by withholding food, by eating too much food, by someone saying something and you like downplay it all the time, by all the negative self-talk in your head. Like there's lots of ways to, to do that. But you will risk being misunderstood. But for a moment, I want you to hear this. Please do not consider that decision in you unfolding into the you that is trying to emerge right now. Because what you can't see in that is that, yes, you're going to risk being misunderstood and you will be misunderstood by people. Again, it can be people who are very close to you, and that sucks and it hurts. I, I see you, I hear you, and I feel you on that. But the others that you will impact with your unfolding, with you shining so brightly in your light, in your brilliance, in your love, in your essence, those that are going to misunderstand you, they do not outweigh all of the other miracles that you will bring into your life, that you'll bring into the lives of others by being afraid of being misunderstood. I almost wanted to call this episode, don't be afraid of being misunderstood, but people are afraid of that. And so you're not going to want to listen to that. Plus you're going to notice a lot of my, my titles are not in the negative, right? Like don't do, don't do, or stop doing, or like that kind of thing. You know, we get enough of that negativity inside our head. I want to flip it. So when you see even just the podcast titles, they're inviting and they're, they're, you know, they're engaged. Like you want to kind of like learn about that, right? Not to say don't and stop and never and all that stuff. We get too much of that shit. So risk being misunderstood, sister. It's okay. It's okay. And you can have people that misunderstand you and you can still love them too. Even those that, even those that are closest to you. And you know that you were, they were doing their absolute best. We all are. Risk being misunderstood because I'm telling you, it is worth the risk. It's not even a risk when you start to see it this way. And you realize that playing small is actually my belief, the biggest risk of all, because you, you you potentially will be living a life 
that is not fully lived. And then potentially be one of these people on their deathbed going, oh my God, I didn't show up the way I wanted to show up in life. Now, my belief is we don't really, once our physical body goes that, you know, our spirit is eternal. It remains. We just keep going. We're just in a different form. But you, you will miss out on all these lessons on the, the earth school that we are all currently in. So please risk being misunderstood. Here's your more tip for today. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm thinking. So just so you know, and I've mentioned this I know in past episodes, but like I don't have any pre-planned. I basically just go, what needs to be spoken into today? I get an idea that pops in my mind, or maybe I was journaling in the morning. I go, ooh, this will be good to speak into. And I just start speaking, and I, I push record on my phone like it's that. So I don't have any more tips that like, oh, here's what I'm going to do. But here's that's why there was a pause, because I was just listening for a second inside. So here's what is the more tip for today. Okay, open up your journal. And I want you to write at the top, if this is true for you, okay? There might be pieces of this you're like, woo, not ready yet, Karen, okay? Or you could just go with it and just see what happens and just be playful with this exercise, okay? It doesn't have to be heavy. And so at the top of the journal, just journal entry to write, I am choosing to risk being misunderstood because, and begin to write and just free, free flow, free flow, like, just let it come out of your pen. Don't judge it. Don't stop it. Don't. You might find yourself writing down things that you go like, what? You might feel like stuff's coming through you. You might find yourself wanting to put something down. Then you stop and censor yourself. No, just, just let it out. Just let it out. So again, the top of the journal entry, I am choosing to risk, or I'm willing to risk being misunderstood because... And, you know, really for you to see that although this might be seen as an, again, a quote unquote risk, that maybe the riskiest thing of all is for you to not do this. Yeah. That maybe it's not a risk at all. Maybe this is your path to freedom and the peace that you're looking for and the joy. Yeah. Yeah. And the joy. So sister, right now in the last couple of days, I just launched a brand new coaching program, which I'm excited to share with you, which is called 30 days. And so, you know, this was birthed out of really, again, a thought inspiration that came through to me last week of, man, there's a lot of women that apply to coach with me. And there's many that are just, they're just not ready. It's not the right time. Um, when I've worked with one-on-one coaching in the past, it typically has been three months, sometimes as long as six months coaching program. And we go really deep, right? And it's based on, you know, women that are just in a crisis and at a crossroads and like, uh, what the fuck moments. And I've been trying all this stuff, Karen, like, where do I go from here? Right. And so even though my coaching is, is regardless of the time period, it's going to be that same thing. It is really for women. If this is you sister, we're just like, man, there's just like chaos going on in my life right now and in all directions or in one direction. I don't know what to do. And I've, you know, you might be saying to yourself, listen, I need help now. Like, it's okay for me to raise my hand and say, I need support. It's actually one of the most loving things I can maybe do for myself right now is to say, it's time to take care of me, to invest this time, this energy, this money into me because I matter and I'm worth it. And I want to get to this place. I want to have this outcome. I want this thing. And we co-create a plan on how to get you there. 
And so the inspiration that came through to me last week was just like, what if we did this and it was 30 days, which would mean it's going to be open to more women that are just like, oh, 90 days. Oh, that's too much. Right. I'm not ready. That's too intense and whatever, you know. And so 30 days So 30 days. It's the same beautiful work where each week you will be given a tool. It is private, by the way, too. So I, I also recognize that there's a lot of you out there that don't want to do a group experience. You don't want to be, you know, sharing stuff with other people. And like, I honor that there's great advantages in group stuff and there's also disadvantages. And so this is something where it's private. It's you and me. It's a hundred percent confidential that we're working towards your goal that we connect weekly. And there is from that, from based on your goals, from the various tools that I teach my clients that you will have a tool every single week over those four weeks, 30 days that you will then implement a tool that is simple and easy and doable, but incredibly impactful. And will start to move the needle forward on what you're wanting to co-create with me as a team in 30 days. So like with all my one-on-one coaching, this is by application for me to really see if this is a fit. And so to apply, here's what you need to do, sister, for one of those spots. And there's just 10 spots that'll be available. I had a woman yesterday say, why 10? Well, because it's 10. (laughs) Because I can't take every woman because there's so much time because I want my coaching to continue to be so present and focused and there with women. I'm not spreading myself thin. You get all of me when I'm with you. I'm a thousand percent present. And that means, yeah, there's so much time because I have children and I have taken care of me and have other pieces of my life and relationships. And so here's what you need to do to apply. So email me, very simple, drkarenosburn at gmail.com, D-R-K-A-R-E-N-O-S-B-U-R-N at gmail.com. Simply say, I'd like to apply for 30 days and I will connect with you from there. So just send me an email, drkarenosburn at gmail.com and let me know that you would like to apply. So I will talk to the next episode, sister. A life of more really is one step away from... Risking being misunderstood every single day. I love and appreciate you. To get the show notes of each Women Wanting More episode, including the how to get more tip, subscribe to the newsletter at drkarenosburn.com slash newsletter. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.